This podcast may contain spoilers. This podcast may contain spoilers for whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. What's going on? I'm Scoots Bronson. And I am F. Foster. And this is Viewers Anonymous. What's going on with y'all today, man? What's up, bro? Uh man, can't call it. Uh I just seen it came, I think it was well, put it this way, it came out over the weekend. And I know mm-hmm. you saw it. Mm-hmm. Phase four, man. Did you Ooh. see the trailer that they put out, man, for phase four or the MCU, man? Yeah, that was dope. That was super dope. They gave us some dates. Um, they gave us some movies. Well, the next few movies that's coming out. Um, you know what I'm saying? They they did a little recap of the of the little a small, small recap of the last 10 years. I'm excited, man. I can't wait for Black Widow to drop, bro. Oh yeah, man. We've been waiting on that for a while, man. Like it's it, the pandemic, man, it's been oh well, shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How you doing, <laughs> man? I'm doing good, brother. Um <laughs> man, I'm I'm with you, man. I seen that I seen that phase four uh trailer. I'm super excited, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not gonna lie to you. It, I think this one is gonna gonna blow people out the water this time, only because they finally got the first story out the way. So now it's gonna be a lot more that they can get into. It's gonna be a lot more that they can do and work with, and you know what I'm saying reference and everything like that. So I think this this next uh these these next ten years are gonna be amazing for Marvel. That's what's up. Like what I was gonna say was <laughs> like. This pandemic, you know, it, it pushed a lot of stuff back, man. You know, no, mm-hmm. the most notable for me was the uh, the Black Widow. You know what I'm saying? This ain't got nothing to do with it, but it's just with the pandemic. Uh, Candyman got pushed like a whole year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Halloween Kills got pushed for a whole year. So it was, it was a lot of stuff that was just pushed off because they wanted to wait till theaters open back up. But then we had the whole thing with... Uh, with Tenet, we had that whole thing with Christopher Nolan mm-hmm. and Tenet. So, but yeah, it's gonna be great, man, to finally to finally get this movie out because this is the only thing, though. And this is a question I got for you. Okay. So, where does with the whole Fox, Disney, all that shit, where does X Men fall in these phases? Because so we just Ooh. saw dates for the next two years mm-hmm. and they didn't show anything X-Men related. So like because I remember you know a comic book person telling me that the X-Men at some point was in the Avengers at mm-hmm. some point. Well certain people of them. So what was I mean you the you the comic book person like <laughs> what where yeah. like is are they you think you think they could possibly be phase five or like okay. or what well, Recently, um, I don't know if anybody has seen it, but uh, they put out uh, a collab project with Fox and um, what is it, Fox Fox Highlight or whatever that's called, they production studio. 
called The New Mutants. It's on HBO Max if um, anybody want to check it out. But it's called The New Mutants. So that's the first that's the first Marvel mutant film that they actually have out that they have put their stamp on. Um, it's been a bunch of rumblings about how Marvel is, ha- is supposed to have a storm in the new Thor movie. Um, and it's, it's some other, it's some other things that they've been talking about, like with the, um, with the Wanda, and uh, with the WandaVision show, you know what I'm saying? We've seen Quicksilver and Wanda. They're supposed to be mutants technically, but we've seen that they kind of changed that storyline up um, because they didn't have the rights to the mutants. So um, we've seen Stryker. We've heard Stryker's name. Um, I think with this past uh, – with the past show that came out, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier um, – I think they got into the super soldier serum so much because the super soldier serum eventually is what creates Wolverine. So that's a hint to mutants. Um, And then at the end of the trailer, they had the logo for the fantastic four. Now the fantastic four is closely combined with black Panther and X-Men. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see how they put all of these, um, all of these projects together and where they implement, you know what I'm saying, the mutants at, because we already know that the mutants are in the MCU now because of the new mutants movie that came out. Um, I'm interested to see how they bring out X-Men, what X-Men they, you know what I'm saying, do the, that they use. A lot of people was talking about, they didn't want them to use Wolverine because of Hugh Jackson. But like I always, uh, like I told you last time we talked about it, they could, they could definitely bring Wolverine in as long as he has, the mask on. If he got the mask and the costume on, then we don't have to worry about, you know, none of the BS. So um that could be an interesting way to bring him in. Um I, I I'm not really sure how to play out because Storm is also connected to Black Panther as well. So we don't know exactly how the Black Panther um situation is about to play out. I've heard rumblings of it being that it's just gonna be about Wakanda. It's not necessarily going to be about T'Challa. Um, I've also heard rumblings that Killmonger is coming back, and I'm interested to see how they bring Killmonger back. So, I don't know, man. I know mutants are here, though. I definitely know that mutants are here, and um, they got to be here because um, they got a, a Morbius movie coming out. Mm-hmm. So, if anybody know anything about Morbius, Morbius is one of Spider-Man's foes, but He's also one of the foes that um he's also one of the foes of the X-Men as well because I want to say it's cable. If I'm saying that, I think it's cable. Um cable is the one that he he travels back in time. He could time shift or whatever. So mm-hmm. Morbius is involved with cable somehow, and then that's where Blade comes into it. So with Morbius, you might, you know what I'm saying? We got Blade coming, so I know a Morbius movie is coming, so those two might clash because I know they get into it every now and then. So it's a lot of stuff that they, that they about to intertwine and mix and mingle, so I'm excited to see what they do. That's what's up, man. I'm, 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 I'm excited about it, man. And then, like, <clears throat> we still we still going to have the uh, Disney Plus shit. Like, I, th- I believe Loki's next. Uh, that come out, what, end of this month or next month? Uh, I want to say is the beginning of June or the middle okay. of June. 
All right, cool. So we got Loki coming next. Yeah. I've been seeing the previews for that. It's looking like it's gonna be good, man. So yeah. it's man, who they they added in the um the time variant squad. So um the one thing I like about Marvel is Marvel always has a theme to all of their movies. So whether it's uh um you know like Captain America is a war movie for real. You know what I'm saying? It's not just a superhero movie, it's really a war movie. Um, if you watch like Iron Man, Iron Man is sort of like a rom-com in a way, you know what I'm saying? Like they always got a certain thing to their movie. So, um, with Loki, Loki is going to be like, uh, it's going to be like a CSI type show, you know what I'm saying? But with a superhero twist to it, which is going to be super dope. Cool, man. That's what's up, man. I just I just had a question, man. I, I was listening to uh, Ebro in the morning, and they was talking about it. He was like, man, he said, ask me why I'm so emotional when I saw that preview for <laughs> Phase 4. Mm-hmm. He was like, man, we so emotionally attached to it now, man. It's yeah. like, it has literally came a part of our lives. Like, well, the people yeah. that is, is, that's really into this shit, because the, it got 10 years of us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When this shit, when this shit started, my guy, I, 10 years ago, I was 26 years old, man. Well, I think this is this is also the first time as well um, that we've actually had superhero movies that actually had money put into them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like we've had our Batman's, we've had our Superman's, we've had you know I'm saying multiple Fantastic Four movies, we've had Spider Man movies, countless Spider Man movies. You know what I'm saying? We even had the Hulk movies. Like we've had all of these movies, but we've never had it in. where it's where they all told the same story, but they own different parts of the story. You know what I'm saying? Like those movies are really just different chapters of one big story. You know what I'm saying? Like you get all of those movies like Captain America, uh, Thor, Iron Man, and then you end up getting the Avengers. You know what I'm saying? So like we get all of these movies that's really about the Avengers. So these next few movies that's coming up, we don't really necessarily know who they're about. And I think it's, I think from what they did those past 10 years, we excited to see these next 10 years because we know what they're capable of and we know what what a, what the possibility of what they can do is too. Yes, sir, man. Exciting times, man. It, it, was, it was great to see it, man. But the only thing is, it's like, damn, boy. But, but, you know, I will say this and we'll get started. It's like, even though you see 2023 on that shit, Mm-hmm. It seems like they should get here in no time, man. Oh yeah, that's that's not. It don't even feel that far away now. I know. Like usually, it used to feel like. I remember when we first heard and first got the whole thing of Black Panther, and it was just mm-hmm. like, "What? We gotta wait this long?" And like, yeah. so you know, but it was like right here, and like it didn't mm-hmm. even seem like it was as long as it did when you first saw the date. So it's gonna be exciting, man. It's exciting. <coughs> I, I agree. Um, I feel like seeing 2022 and 2023 is it didn't really hurt that much because I think with them giving out the schedule of what they got to come in the middle of everything as well, right? So like we don't have any Marvel movies until Black Widow, but we've had WandaVision, we've had Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we got Loki coming up next. So it still it still feels like we still in the you know what I'm saying still in the mix. And then not only that. We also got She-Hulk coming up. You know what I'm saying? They got other shows that's coming up, you know what I'm saying, with it. Um, they supposed to be doing something with Ironheart where um, 
where Riri is supposed to be Iron, uh, Iron Man this time instead of, you know, saying Tony Stark. So, I mean, like, it's a lot of stuff coming up that, you know what I'm saying, we getting, we still getting those recurring characters. It's not like they just throwing new people at us and we don't know what the fuck going on. They actually bringing those old characters into some of this new stuff and then introducing the new characters. That way we don't feel like, you know what I'm saying, they just throwing shit at us and hey, we don't know, you know what I'm saying, who these motherfuckers are. They're actually letting people grow on us. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I and I appreciate that for you know what I'm saying because Iron Man grew on us. You know what I'm saying? Thor grew on us. The Hulk grew on us. Captain America, Black uh, Black Widow, and everybody else did too. So now seeing that you know uh, the Marvel's uh, movie, uh, Miss Marvel two is coming out. I mean, not Miss Marvel. Captain Marvel two is coming. I'm thinking of somebody else. Uh, Captain Marvel 2 is coming out. Miss Marvel is a show. That's what I'm thinking of. Miss Marvel is a show that they got coming out as well. But um, Captain Marvel 2 coming out, and we already know who Monica Rambeau is now. We already know mm-hmm. what Monica Rambeau can do and, and what she can, you know what I'm saying, what she's going to be. So they they doing a great job putting all this shit together. Yes, sir, man. That They are. So, man, down the order of business, man. Yes, we got sir. A, uh, yes, sir. We got it. We got a classic, man. This yeah. is one of those movies, and and like I said before, like it's, you know, what I'm saying we we're gonna definitely talk about the movie, but there's also, you know, what I'm saying a, a backhand story that goes along with this movie that we're gonna do because there's a lot of there's a lot of olive branches that goes along with this movie, man. And what we're mm-hmm. doing, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it's to the 2003, right? Yeah, it's 2003. Yep, 2003. Um, two, yeah, man, the 2003 film Gothica, man. Um, uh-huh. This is this is one of those movies where you know you got you got the the beautiful Holly Berry, and uh-huh. and, and, and you know the thing with Holly Berry is it's like I think that early on people kind of looked at Holly Berry as like oh well she's a pretty face, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But I think that you know she was able. I don't think it was this movie. I believe it might have been a movie. But, you know what I'm saying, a couple movies before, but a lot of people didn't really, like, take her serious as an actress. It was kind of like, oh, well, she's beautiful. She, she's kind of getting these roles because she looked good. Mm-hmm. But it's like, man, this is one of those ones, man, she put together a great performance for this movie, man. Yeah, man. man first off, let's let's get into this cast, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. You said Halle Berry, you know what I'm saying? Penelope Cruz, Robert Downey Jr., Charles S. Dutton, John Carroll Lynch, you know what I'm saying? One of the greatest actors that doesn't get, you know what I'm saying, his flowers like he's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to see who else is in here, man. Uh, it's a bunch of other people, but it, those are really the those are really the, the, the main names, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but to you know just just for them to be in this cast like i, I remember telling you before i had um i mean right after i watched it i forgot robbie da- uh robbie robert downey <laughs> jr was in his movie like you know what i'm saying like just knowing how big he was in iron man and then you know what i'm saying remembering him doing the sherlock holmes movie like this was where he was coming back from you know what I'm saying, rehab and all the situations that he had got where he had really turned his life around and really became like one of the biggest stars, back to being one of the biggest stars in Hollywood. And this was one of those steps that he took um, along that road. Man, he he did a great job in this. Um, Penelope Cruz, I know that she she really doesn't do well in certain movies, 
this was one of those movies where she did a great job in. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is one of those movies where I, I was like, yo, Penelope Cruz really... And she don't have a lot of screen time, but mm-hmm. when she was on screen, she was on screen. And then Charles S. Dutton, man, like, he he as well didn't have a lot of screen time, but the part that he played, he made it believable. You know what I'm saying? Even though it's a it's a shitty part, but he made it believable. And then, <laughs> and then John Carroll Lynch, like he did a great job as well. Like the emotion that he gave, you know what I'm saying? Everything else. Like I think everybody in this movie really did their thing in this movie and it really made it what it was. <clears throat> and um, before we get to the movie, man, like, you know, you were talking about Robert Downey Jr. and like the things that he was going through. But I tell you, a, a sneaky movie he was good in. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people only focus on the two main characters, but like, he did a sneaky good job in U.S. Marshals. Mm-hmm. He did really good in that. We we mostly mm-hmm. think about Tommy Lee Jones and yeah. Wesley Snipes, yep. but he was like the bad guy in yeah. that movie. So, but uh, but he did a really good job in that. And then Penelope Cruz, man, another movie where she did sensational in. And this is and the crazy thing is like I never really met a lot of other people. Well, that's around me that like this movie. I remember when it first came out. Like it, it was a big deal when it came out, and people was like, "Oh man, that movie's stupid!" Nah, 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 all this type of stuff like that. But I can't find nobody. I never even mentioned this to you before. But she did a good job in Vanilla Sky. I like mm-hmm. Vanilla Sky. Yeah, Vanilla I, Sky was a great movie. Thank you. Shout out oh to Tom God. Cruise on that one. That was a great movie. That to me, that was that was one of those movies to where like it was Vanilla Sky. It was um, Eyes Wide Shut. Uh, oh, he did something else. It was one of the Mission Impossibles. Like he was on the run when he did that. So yeah, he was he was killer. He killed Vanilla Sky. Yeah, man, Vanilla Sky, man, that movie was good. I think what some people didn't like, I think it it might have been the whole thing of not understanding, like the whole thing because he ended up like after he left the bar, he ended up going to that place and like mm-hmm. everything after that was a dream. Yeah, and, and I think that people didn't get that part. <laughs> And like yeah. so, you know, you know, when sometimes when people don't get things, they just they, they don't. Shit yeah, them. they just be like, man, it's stupid. Nah, that was dumb. Yeah. Yep. But but she did a, she did a really good job in that movie, man. Uh, so I, and and you know, but I tell you something else, she did good. I hated her role though. Um, mm-hmm. Was blow. Was what? Blow with Johnny Depp. Oh blow! Oh what? She murdered that role. In I, blow, I said she murdered it. I said I hated she murdered. Yeah, she. No, you're right. But she murdered yeah. that. Role. Yeah, she, she murdered it. Great. That. That's a. That's a. That is a classic. You talk about a classic. That is a class. Blow. What? Blow is one of my top ten favorite movies of all time. Oh yeah, Blow is good. I'm just saying, like her yeah. character. You just hated her character, man. Yeah. But, that, but that's how good she did it, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Anytime a character can make you hate them, that means that they did their job. Mm-hmm. If, if that was that screenwriter's whole thing was to mm-hmm. make her an unlikable character, that's and true. That's what they did. So and, yeah, man. and she had a she had a nice little um she had a nice little run where she was doing like movies with Salma Hayek too, where them two was you know what I'm saying they was doing a lot of those um they were doing a lot of those um, Latin films, but they were really they were really really good. Um, I think I forgot what the movie was where her and Simon Hayek were supposed to be sisters. You know what I'm saying? Like they did a great, great job in that. And I think they was in like um was it Desperado? 
I remember Sam Hyatt being in Desperado. Um, but I only seen Desperado like once though. I didn't Let me make sure. Let me make sure. Uh, it might not be Desperado. I'm trying to think what movie was she? She was in one of the movies. Um, she did a great job in Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, for sure. Is this Banditas? That was one of the movies that she did. In. I don't know if anybody's seen that, but that was actually a good movie. Um, that she did with Summer Hike. I can't find it. It'll pop up on me later, but that was one of the movies that um I mean, yeah, but but Banditas was good too, but she's done some she's done some real, real good movies. Um and then she had a few of them with Selma Hayek that she was in that was pretty good. But uh Gothica, man. Gothica is uh Listen, I'm, I'm going to give a quick synopsis for the people that don't haven't seen it or need a refresher. Gothica is about um, Dr. Melinda Gray. Um, <clears throat> Miranda Gray. Miranda Gray. I said Melinda. I'm thinking of Melinda Gates, man. She just, <laughs> she just got a divorce from Bill Gates. I shot my shot earlier. Uh, hopefully my <laughs> wife don't get mad at me. You know what I'm saying? I know she's about to get these billions in this divorce settlement, so... Hopefully she oh, needed uh she's looking for a young man to come help her out. So yeah, shout out to Melinda Gates. I'm looking for you, lady. Nah, <laughs> nah but um it's about Dr. Miranda Gray. Um she she is a psychiatrist who ends up getting into um an accident and upon getting into that accident, she uh, encounters supernatural forces and they basically help her uncover um probably one of the biggest secrets um that well probably yeah one of the biggest unknown secrets um basically in the town that they live in and that's pretty much just a synopsis of the movie um man it, this was one of those ones that this was a, a real life thriller you know what i'm saying it, it wasn't something that was scary it wasn't something that was going to have you peeking you know what i'm saying over the sheets to make sure no monsters or nothing was popping up, but it was good to the point because it was, you know, saying it wasn't a lot going. I mean, it wasn't too much going on, but it was enough to keep you intrigued, and it was enough mm-hmm. to, you know, what I'm saying, keep you guessing. This was one of those movies that you watch, and at the end, you'd be like, "Oh man, I knew that was him." So it's one of those type of movies, but it was it was very very well put together. That it was. It was put together really well, man, and. The, the the one thing that I wanted to start on was, you know, like I said, like I said, it, it has like different branches of the story, and like so she worked in a um a psych a psychiatric like penitentiary type of place. Yeah, it was a psych ward. Yeah, and and like even when it comes to Chloe, uh, who is you know uh, Penelope Cruz, like mm-hmm. her character, like it started out she was talking to her and you know she talked about the reasons that she was in there. She ended up killing her. I believe it was her stepdad. Her stepdad, yep. And her stepdad used to rape her and you know little shit like that. So she killed that mm-hmm. motherfucker, right? So like it don't make her crazy. It just make her like, yo, I want this. I want them to stop fucking with me. So I well, did what I had to do. This was this was what I thought was interesting. So, because because this is how the movie opens up. This is mm-hmm. another, you know what I'm saying, one of those things you'd be like, okay, this is about to get good. But no, this is how the movie opens up. Um, but but she's not, 
she's not talking about her stepdad. She's saying that the devil is doing this. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> she yeah. when she was open when she was opening it up, she was describing how the devil was doing that. And so basically Miranda was like, okay, I hear what you're saying, but I she it, it seemed as if Miranda was thinking that Chloe was using the devil as a metaphor for her stepdad. Yeah. And like what's what's important about those two relationship in this movie is the fact of like she's she's telling her about how she's getting raped, but mm-hmm. there, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And she think, oh, well, it's in your head, you know, this ain't really happening. And so she's, you know, she's writing down, you know, all her little shit in her notepad about how, you know, Chloe has created this this figure that rapes her and all this little shit like this or whatever, right? And the wild thing about the every sequence, every time they end together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like she acts out because she she mentioned also in the scene, like, how can you trust somebody who think you're crazy? Right. Yeah. So my whole thing with their relationship, well, it's not really a relationship, but like because she is her psychiatrist or whatever. So mm-hmm. like trying to get a point across to a person that's supposed to be very smart and they look at you like you're basically, you know, quote unquote crazy is later on in the movie. Okay. 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 I'm sorry. Hold on. I got to address this. I, Cause yeah. I, I can't, I can't address this part without addressing this part. Yo. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to think that's the shortest way to get there. So she leaves. So she has a, you know, a session with Chloe. That's how it starts, right? right. So, you know, some other shit happened, but she on her way home, has to go through a detour, you know what I'm saying? Runs into uh, oh, what's his name in this movie? Uh, John Carroll. What's his name in this movie? Uh, mm-hmm. Sheriff Ryan. So, yeah. she runs into Sheriff Ryan, you know, tell her she got to take this alternate way home, which was weird because she had to ask how, how to get home from an alternate route. How long you been living there? Like, why you gotta ask how to get home? That, from, that you gotta take another way. I thought well, that was weird. Well, I think I think that oh no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'll tell you after you're done. Okay, so you know what I'm saying? She she gets in an accident, like you mentioned, uh, because there's a girl standing in the road. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? She gets out getting the girl face. Girl t- she's the girl catches fire and then touches her, mm-hmm. and then she wakes up and She's is in the same place That's where she worked. worked. Yeah. Okay. Now this is my problem with this. <clears throat> now there may be some other facilities. Maybe there's not another facility. Mm-hmm. But how in the hell a person that is one of your best doctors become one of your patients in the same damn place, and then the other doctor that you partners with is your doctor? Ain't there like some kind of conflict of interest? Wouldn't they send her ass somewhere else? It is, but. This is what I noticed, right? So this is that's why I basically said in the synopsis that this was a small town. It had to be a small town because she knew the sheriff. Then mm-hmm. the the she worked for her husband. Yep. And the dude that she was working with was flirting with her. You know what I'm saying? Like you could tell it and like she basically knew everybody in there. So it wasn't like it was this uh it, it wasn't like it was this big big 
city that they was in. And then remember, even when the sheriff was talking to her, he was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? You know how it would look. I mean, not when the sheriff was talking to her, but when the sheriff was talking to um, um, Robert Downey Jr.'s character, he was like, yo, you know how it would look when a small town sheriff get taken over by the FBI? So yeah. that's another reason. That's that's another thing that, that kind of gave it like that. Oh, okay, this is one of them. This is one of them, like, you know what I'm saying, cut off little towns or whatever. Now, the interesting thing is when she left the, the meeting with Chloe, she's walking out. Chloe tells her, you know what I'm saying, yo, you going to die. Mm-hmm. And she was, you know what I'm saying, she just shrugged it off or whatever. But before that, Chloe was trying to tell her, like, yo, you listening with your head and not your heart. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like, you hear what I'm saying, but you don't hear what I'm saying. Like, I'm trying to give you this information. I'm trying to tell you something. But she just, you could tell she really wasn't paying no attention. And so she goes into, um, what's Charles S. Dutton's character? She went to Doug's uh, office, Dr. Douglas Gray. And she was asking about Chloe or whatever. They having a conversation about it. And then he tell her to come to the mirror. So he filled a glass up with the uh, water and he tell her, throw the water on the mirror or whatever. She like, you know, he, you know, he asked her, what did you see? And she like, well, distorted image of me. He was like, yeah, that's how Chloe sees you. And he was, she was like, oh, yeah. He says, so she say, well, who do you see? And he was like, well, I see both of you. So mm-hmm. either that makes me God or somebody that's just watching. And that was weird to me. Because I was <clears> like, <throat> where did the God part come from? Well, we figured that out at the end. We do. Why I'm just saying, like, way. it just threw me off. It just threw <clears> me off because I was just like, you just threw that like you just was cool with throwing that out there like yeah wasn't nobody saying nothing about no angels we ain't bring up the bible nothing <laughs> nigga you just talk about now you got like okay cool whatever so it seemed like he had like this sort of complex about himself and that gave me like he he was an asshole from the beginning um and then this is where we also get introduced to robert downey jr's character he comes in he's talking about something that he had to talk to uh douglas about or whatever they never got to whatever Robert Downey Jr. had to talk about, but um, basically Douglas left. He had a meeting or something, and then um, Robert Downey Jr. He told Robert Downey Jr. to keep an eye on um, Miranda. That's a uh, bad person to tell to keep an eye on, but that's a fact. But I, I keep saying Robert Downey Jr. His name was Pete, so he yeah he he basically uh, told Pete to keep an eye on Miranda. So. Pete was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? You want to get some lunch, whatever, whatever. She shrugged this man off, gave him the cold shoulder, hand to the face, all them old school sayings that was like, nah, nigga, bye. You know what I'm saying? So she went for a swim, you know what I'm saying, talked to a couple of the nurses, and then they leaving out. When they leaving out, it's, you know what I'm saying, heavy rain. Pete come up behind her with the umbrella, walking to her car, blah, blah, blah. She drive off. Try to go home, can't go home because it's a sinkhole. Now that was weird to me because it's like, where the fuck are you at in the small town and it's a goddamn sinkhole? Like that usually don't ever happen, but okay, cool. So um so Sheriff Ryan tell her the other way, like you said, she ain't know how to get home, obviously. And then, like you said, she drive off into the ditch, she go get the girl that's in the middle of the street. Now it's pouring down rain. This girl catch fire, but she don't get extinguished. That was cool too, whatever. <laughs> Cause I'm like, it's it's certain shit in this movie where I was just looking like, okay, that that didn't make sense. But she touched her face. Next thing you know, like you said, she woke up. Now mm-hmm. this is where Halle Berry gets to acting. 
This mm-hmm. is where Halle Berry puts on her her skills because that scene that was a great scene, bro. Like she she went from she went from professional woman to irritated black mother. <laughs> Real quick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When, when she realized that she was, she was like, what the fuck am I doing in here? Man, and so she asked him how long she'd been out and she was out for three days, he said. And see, what was what was interesting, the point that I was getting to was like, she is like, you know, if you use the term, you know, of the, the uh, what, what they call them, the CO becoming yeah. the prisoner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In, his, in his own place. So it's like, she becomes a patient in the place that she talked. She talked to these people as mm-hmm. the doctor. Now she's a patient among the people. So, mm-hmm. and then then that's when you know you get the the relationship with Chloe coming back. And so now Chloe's like, like yo, like <laughs> you in here with me now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like <laughs> that little like 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 the analogy that you use that distorted yeah. feeling that you're getting. You're yeah. not gonna get that shit no more. Because right. now you know what it's like to say, yo, I didn't do it. I didn't do anything wrong. And uh, ain't nobody going to believe you because they believe that you're crazy now. Well, so, see, you you would have to have that distorted feeling because, you know what I'm saying, you get into an accident and then you you walk up on this girl that's standing in the middle of the road. She burst into flames, touch her face. And then you just wake up as this patient. You don't know what the fuck is going on. You don't know what's happening. Then dude come in here, he talking to you, he trying to help you remember everything. And you remember everything except for the fact that, and this was the funny part. When he was asking her and he was helping her jog her memory, she said she went home. Mm-hmm. And then she said, no, 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 I, n- I didn't go home. She said, I got into an accident. And then I seen this girl and this girl caught fire and she touched me. And then that's when I was like, what you mean? You how, how did you get home? I'm like, we seen her get into the accident. She never went home. And then when he explained what happened, basically she's supposed to go home. Well, basically she, she supposedly went home, killed her husband. And then I don't know how they caught her, which to me, that didn't even make sense. Well, well this, this, this is the one. Okay, right. I'm going to answer that first. So you remember when she broke out mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying? She went home. Yeah. And she saw all the blood. She saw the not alone thing, which I, I got some shit to get into when it comes to the not alone thing. But anyway, so she opens up the door mm-hmm. and then she goes in the bathroom and then she sees herself sitting in a pool of blood in the, um, in the, in the, uh, what you call it thing in the tub. Yeah. Right. And then she looks in the mirror and then that's when the whole little, Burn thing come again, and I think yeah. that's when the girl left her. But, but see, I don't think the girl ever left her. I think what well, my interpretation of when that happened was that that's when the girl left her. Okay, but that's just my interpretation. But anyway, I think when they got there, she was probably in that pool of blood in the in the tub. Damn. But but my thing is how the tub get clean. Because right. everything else is bloody, but if you land in or a maybe, pool of blood, maybe she was just envisioning herself in that pool of blood, and she was never actually in the blood. Yeah, I mean that's a yeah. It could it could have been that too. It could have been yeah. That too. Like 
because it was it was so interesting to see how that kind of played out. Like it was, you know what I'm saying? Like because when he was telling her, she was just like, nah, I would I would never do nothing like that. Like, why would I what would be my motive to kill him? And then that was the thing too. Like, what would what would have been her motive to kill him? Like there was nothing that, you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't no strain on nothing. And that was just weird. So they, you know what I'm saying? She go talk to her lawyer. And he was, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. He was a horrible lawyer. Yeah. He was trash. Yes, he was. I would I wasn't cool with him. I, I didn't like him at all. I, I was just sitting there looking at him like, you ain't gonna make it. Because you ain't asked no questions. You ain't asked her, you know what I'm saying, what she remembered. Where you know what I'm saying where where the last time she placed herself, none of that shit. She was they was just basically saying that she was guilty. They had the fingerprints everywhere, and you know what I'm saying? Like basically he was just saying, like, all the evidence is against you. I guess if you take this plea deal, you'll be cool. And I'm like, if you her lawyer, you supposed to be fighting for her. You ain't supposed to be just giving up. Exactly. Because even she said, um, there's a problem if Nobody believes me. Like, mm-hmm. how can you defend me if you don't believe me? You know what I'm saying? And that and, and like, that went back to the the Chloe. That's the Chloe re- uh, reference. Exactly. Yeah. So like, and and that scene was also uh, interesting because uh, the the sheriff said he wanted to talk to her, which another oh, conflict of interest. So he comes in, and him and Doug was. Real cool. We're best gonna friend. get into. Yeah, we're gonna get it. Like, yeah, this is this yeah. is where we find out they best friends. That's crazy. Yeah, this is where we find out they best friend. But we find out how good of friends they are a little mm-hmm. later, a little later on in the pot. But like, so he comes in and he's he's a cop for like thirty seconds. Then he yeah. turned into the best friend, and mm-hmm. then then he flips out, shows her all of the pictures and all of that type shit of what he ended up happening. And then That's like. Yeah, that was the wild because the wild part was a couple of scenes before she had to shower with everyone with all oh, the other yeah, girls. Yeah, I forgot about the shower and, scene. And the shower scene, she was seeing a blonde girl, and then she put her arm up, and the girl cut it not alone into her wrist, and so mm-hmm. everybody think that she did it herself. Which so I don't understand how that was possible, but exactly. But like that's it. They they make excuses for people that are crazy, and yeah. I, and I swear we're gonna get into that conversation. But like so, then they said, "What is that?" Because her arm started bleeding, and then mm-hmm. she pulls it out, and she see it says "Not alone," and then one of the pictures say "Not alone." Mm-hmm. So fuck it, we 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 there. So this is my thing with the "Not alone," right? Okay. I think that the "Not alone" has like multiple reasons. Oh, that like, was definitely a triple entendre. Yes. Oh man, I'm glad you said that. Because yeah. like the not alone meant you know, one of the things was she wasn't in like someone else was with her. Yep. I'm saying as in within her. So that's mm-hmm. one thing of not alone. The other thing of not alone is the fact of whoever did this to this girl, they wasn't mm-hmm. alone doing it. Right. So that means that there was another person in that as well. And there was the oh, I can't think of the other thing. The other that one was I, that she wasn't the only one. Yes, exactly. She yes, that's what it was. That yep. that, that 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 the uh because that girl that she's seeing now this is my thing. I don't know if the Parsons guy is like if him and Doug was on the same level mm-hmm. or if he like ran the place or what. But either way, the Parsons guy that was his daughter, the girl that was so, on oh, fire. The wait chick. a minute, 
that was his daughter? Yeah. Oh Look, shit. You remember, okay, okay, I got you. No, I, got see, you. I remember I remember him saying that his daughter went missing and she got murdered. I didn't know that was his daughter though. I thought that it was just another girl, and then she found out being uh, being connected to the other girl how his daughter had died. I didn't know that was his daughter though. No, okay. So you remember when when Miranda went into uh, Parsons' office with uh, with Pete, right? Yeah. And she's sitting there saying she's talking to him, she's crying, all this type shit. And then he has the picture um, mm-hmm. behind him, and she gets up and she's like, "Who is this girl?" So she picks up the picture and look at the picture, and she's like, "This is the oh, girl." That's that right, it was old girl. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So like, so that's when you know it's like, okay, now this, you know the story kind of, uh, you know, the plot kind of thickens and all this type of stuff. But to get into the mental health thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, how do you? Anytime you do something that's un I don't know, it's it's like why 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 do Chloe has to be insane because of the way she kills her stepfather, right? Like why does um Miranda gotta be insane from the way that she killed her husband, right? Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is like when it comes to the supernatural shit. Like me and Sinclair had this conversation on on the Stolen Time podcast uh, about like two years ago, where he was saying, if someone tells you that you know the devil made me do it, right? They was like, why do we automatically go to saying that those people are crazy? Mm-hmm. And like what that you know the main example that he was using was like preachers and stuff. Like preachers say God has spoken to me. You know, mm-hmm. God told me to do this but we don't consider them people crazy. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "Is it really determines on the, um, oh, what am I trying to say? It determines on the action. Like right. if God tell you to do something, everybody be like, oh, that's a great thing. That's nice. So, good. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But then if you do something bad and you say the devil told me to do it, oh man, you crazy as fuck. And it's mm-hmm. like, and that's like, that's exactly what this movie does. And like with her saying that she wasn't alone, that there was a girl, people automatically went to you crazy. Like, what do you mean there was a girl on fire? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But like that girl on fire was the girl, like she jumped in Miranda for the simple fact of your husband killed me four years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so this was like her get back. And yeah. she just used but she just used Miranda as a tool. Yeah. And it's like, and when you think about some of these people that has committed now now I'm talking about real shit like these people that has committed some of these crimes okay for instance uh what's the, the, the son of the son of Sam didn't he wasn't it the dude that said the devil possessed his dog I believe that was him I, I was gonna use the Amityville horror thing that, uh okay uh, running to fail okay he says that you know the the uh the devil told me to kill my family mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and it's just like, how do we know this shit ain't true? Because if if you believe in God and you mm-hmm. and, and and you believe in the Lord and all this stuff, and people say that well, the mostly preachers say that God spoke to me. So if God can speak to you, why can't the devil speak to you too? Well, I I think that from that point of view, um, people people tend to believe 
in what works for them, right? Like, so for me, one thing about belief is it's one of the strongest things on this planet, right? So if people believe certain things, they'll go to the extreme length for their belief. You know what I'm saying? We've seen it with suicide bombers. We've seen it with um, uh, uh, mass suicides with, you know what I'm saying, with these cults and everything else. And so, you know, I think that when we talk about how when people say the devil told me to do it or whatever, I think that people don't believe that because they don't want to believe that that part of that belief is true. Because, you know, if you think about what, you know, saying with those Christian teachings, when we just since we talk about the devil and God, we use Christianity. Um, If you think about what those teachings talk about, if you read the Bible and you know what the devil is capable of, which it gives you multiple examples in the Bible, then that means that, you know, you really aren't safe as much as you think you are. So as much as you go to church, as much as you do this, as much as you do that, as much as you pray, as much as you repent, you still can be a victim. You know, you still can fall victim to the devil. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's I don't think it's necessarily just people saying like the devil told me to do it. Like even when, you know, saying like uh, think about when people say, you know, well, if you don't give a poor person money, well, what if that person was Jesus? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. First thing they tell you that man, Jesus wouldn't be no homeless person, but we don't, you know, we don't think that because we don't look at homeless people being in that same, um, being in that same vicinity as Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right. Because we, the, the way that they look, well, the way that we're taught to look at Jesus is this, you know, this, pedestal of a person right this is supposed to be the the son of god this is supposed to be holier than now this is the person who died for our sins so on and so forth so we'll never make those connections of a homeless man and jesus um or even if people say well what if that was just jesus walking down the street we'll never even think of that because we don't think of jesus in that way we think of jesus as when he comes back he's coming to save us when we need or or when he finally comes down it's supposed to be the armageddon into the world or whatever he's coming to save those you know what i'm saying who are supposed to be doing right or whatever so i think we all have this warped sense of religion and this warped sense of what the of what god and the devil really is and so when we see somebody who goes out and commits all these murders and then they come back and well, why did you do it? And well, the devil told me to. And I think we instantly go to insanity because we don't have, or people don't have that belief that the devil is really capable of connecting to us because we all look at this as a Christian nation and this is God's country and all this other stuff. So when, when people make that connection and they actually say that, I just don't think that that half of the belief is something that they're willing to accept. I think they want to accept all the good parts of it and not necessarily, you know what I'm saying, the other half or the bad of it, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it makes sense. And if anybody want to hear this analogy in a masterpiece type of way, mm-hmm. how much do a dollar cost Kendrick Lamar? Yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's yeah. a great fucking song. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, um, so... One part that tripped me out was when Miranda and Pete was talking 
and Miranda was like, yo, like, let's have like an honest moment type of thing. She was like, mm-hmm. did we have an affair? Cause she was like, I can't remember. She was like, did we have right. an affair? And he was like, no. And she was like, did you want to? And he was like, yeah. And she was like, did I want to? And he was like, yeah. And she said, so why don't we do it? And I'm thinking, well, he said, because, you know, you the boss's wife, but I'm thinking, yo, you got a whole body. Like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to fuck now. Like, what, what yeah. you mean? Like, like, man, you locked up in here and, you know, chopped your husband up in pieces. And you think well, I'm going to let you? I don't think, I don't think that she was, I, I think he caught on to what she was doing. And to me, I looked at that as her trying to basically vet him to see if he was in on, cause I think she felt like she was being set up. And I think that she was doing that to vet him to see if he was in on setting her up on whether she could trust him or not. And I think he kind of caught on to that. Like, Oh, I see what you're doing. Like, nah, we, we never did that. Cause he could have lied and said, yeah, we did. You know what I'm saying? Like she in this crazy state, like, yeah, this would be, this would be an easy notch on the belt. But, you know what I'm saying, he really cared for her and he really kept it honest with her and was like, nah, you know what I'm saying, nah, we never did that. And I would have never did that because not only was, you know what I'm saying, you the boss's daughter, but you was married. Yeah, true. Um, so I mean, not the boss's daughter, I'm sorry, the boss's wife, I'm sorry. Boss, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, so to get back to like the, 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 the devil raping me thing, right? So mm-hmm. before, before she escaped, she had a... Well, she escaped out of her room because she was talking to the uh, to the girl, and she was like, "Yo, if you're really here, you know, let you know, open the door and let me out." Mm-hmm. So the door opens. So she goes and do, does some investigating type of stuff, but then she see the girl in uh, in solitary, and that's where um, Chloe was. So she goes down there and she looks into Chloe's room, and then she see Chloe's head get bashed up against the wall, well, against the glass. And then all of a sudden, this man is standing there. She see a man's chest and see uh, a girl burning, you know, with her hands up type of thing. I forgot what that's called. I for- Oh, my goodness. It's uh, uh, I think it started with an A. Um, yeah, I-, I forgot what it was called. But uh, and so and, and I think that that's where Chloe got the devil thing from. Yeah. Of that the, de- the devil doing it to her. And then that's when she started telling Pete about, yo, like did you check on Chloe? Like there's a dude, you know what I'm saying? They got uh, a burning girl. It's called on... the Anima Sola. Yeah. And this, it's like, and then that's when she had that moment with Chloe. When Chloe got out of solitary, she had um seen her out in the field and, you know, she gave her a hug and she was like, yo, he told me you're next. You know what I'm saying? And that's when she had ended up breaking out because she was just like, yo, like, you know, this is crazy. But but to get to it, though. So now it's time it's time to get to the shits, man. So the wildest part was when when she had. um When she broke out. She went to. No, wait. Yeah. When she broke out and she went home. Mm hmm. She ended up going. She she was looking at a picture, and oh, well, dang! What that place called Willow Springs? It was something. So they had a, a, a another property somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So she goes out to that property, and you remember that's where he said he was going at the beginning of the movie. He said that's where he was going. Yeah, because they were supposed to be fixing it. 
Exactly. So she goes out there, goes to the house. There's something told her to go to this little barn thing. She go to the barn. She ended up going downstairs and find this whole fuck studio down there, man. Mm-hmm. And so then she looks at the camera, and this is the part that kills me. So she rewinds the tape, and she see Doug strangling this white woman that's tied mm-hmm. up to the bed, right? And so then he goes back to the camera, and he says, "I love to be." He's like, uh, "Something I love." He to said, be. "It feels good to play God." No, no, he said, "I love to get caught." He said, "It feels great to get caught." Some kind of shit like that. No, he said, "It I'm, feels good to be God." But then he said, "I love to get be caught." Mm-mm. Yes, he did. He did. Yes. I didn't hear he that. Said, part. He said it feel. He said it feels good to be caught, and then he says, "I love you." So oh, it was wow. like he knew she was gonna. She knew he knew that at some point she was going to catch this. See, but this is what trips me out though. So fast, you no know, rewind back to when she actually killed him, and when they when they showed the whole scene of her like chopping him up. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he was, and he said, he was like, Miranda, please don't do this. And he said, what did I do? It's mm-hmm. like, motherfucker, you know what you did? Like, when, like, don't be trying to act all innocent all of a sudden right. when it's the damn axe chopping your ass up. You know what you did. <laughs> now, now, what we don't know, what we don't know is the fact of like, how would he know if Miranda knew about that or not? Because see, that's, why, that's why I said I don't. That's why I said I don't remember him saying I like to be caught. I remember him saying it feels good playing guy. He fixed his he fixed his tie and he stared into the camera and that was it. That's all I remember. Man, look, you need to go on your phone right I'm gonna now. I have to go and, back and rewatch and it. Fast forward out of. I'm telling you, he's like it feels good to be caught. Yeah, and like, and so then like you get the and then um, so she's trying to go. She's trying to walk out and then two officers corner her and she has a knife in her hand and she was like you know don't shoot no 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 all this type shit and then all of a sudden this girl hands just grab her mm-hmm. the girl wasn't dead nope so the damn girl was still stuck down there so then like now they're trying to figure out like yo what we gonna do with Miranda now because Miranda saves this girl life but at the same time she is wanted she for the yeah the war yeah and, and but she at, at the time, they still got her for murdering her husband, but come to find out, her husband is the one that's kidnapping all these girls, raping them, killing them, and all this type shit. Yeah. So it's like now they're trying to figure out, like, yo, like, do do we let her off or, uh, you know, uncovering this? Like, this was a, a open case that we had. Like, mm-hmm. so they're trying to figure out what to do with her, and then, so then Sheriff Ryan goes down there. He talks to her, and they're having this conversation about like not alone, and Doug wasn't in this by himself. There had to be somebody else, and, and all this type of shit. And that's when we, un- you know, it uncovers that Sheriff Ryan is the other person that's doing he's this shit. Goddamn culprit! Yeah, and he's the person with the damn uh, girl the, on his chest. Anima, the anima sola. Okay, so let me ask you this. Uh-huh. So Doug was the inside man of letting him in to do this type shit to you know people like Chloe and shit, right? Right. How in the fuck did Sheriff Ryan get in there after Doug was dead? Well, obviously he had some keys or something. I mean, he had he had to have access to it. 
So it's like I mean, these, if you because if you think about it, like Doug couldn't have been there while he was doing it. True. Most of the, well, I ain't, I ain't, I'm not saying he wasn't. I'm just saying like a lot of times Doug probably wasn't there while he was doing it. So he had the he had access to those, you know, what I'm saying to that facility because Doug was his, you know, what I'm saying his right hand man. They was they was partners in the shit. Now the the crazy thing is is when you brought up Chloe and she was talking about the devil and everything else, we find out that Chef Ryan is the person that she was talking about the whole time, and that's why she kept saying you listening with your head and not your heart. She was really telling them, like, yo, like, this motherfucker is in here raping me. And I can't tell you who he is because I'm sure she didn't know who the fuck he is. Yeah. He was probably coming in there and all he had was the bare chest. So I think when she seen the, the, the Anna Sola, is that's why she kept saying the devil because I'm assuming that in that her character was supposed to be Catholic and that's a Catholic symbol. And so her seeing that was just like, oh, shit, like, this is who this motherfucker is. So when she was explaining the situation, she was, you know what I'm saying, just telling them, like, yo, this is what's happening to me. Y'all don't believe me. And like you said, because y'all deem me to be insane, y'all think I'm just making this shit up. And I'm not. I'm really telling y'all, like, this shit is really happening to me. Yeah, man, that that was wild. And for it to be like that, being the outcome where you think, that Doug is is this you know innocent guy that just got murdered by his wife that was taken right. over, you know, by this entity or whatever or whatnot. And it turns out it's like, yo, like this whole damn time, this motherfucker was the dirty one. And exactly. you got you got this smart doctor psychiatrist guy, and then you got the sheriff. Because mm-hmm. I mean, think about and that's the thing about these small towns, man. That's why it's so perfect to put like a horror type of thriller movie in based in a small town. Cause it's because, so much that happened and when nobody know the difference. Exactly. And then, yeah. the, and then that'd be the best way to get away with shit. You know mm. what I'm saying? To actually get away with murder is to be in these small towns to be in a person with a powerful position. You right. could do this shit under the radar and nobody would think it's you. Exactly. You know, that's just like <clears throat> when, when she was sitting in there after that whole sequence happened, and she was talking to uh, Dr. Parson. Mm-hmm. And, and Dr. Parson was saying, like, man, you think you know somebody? I've been knowing this man for years. I wouldn't know he would do something like that. And she's like, exactly. well, then how you think I feel? Like, I'm married yeah. to this motherfucker, and I had no idea. And so then he was talking about how he was having these, these dreams. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he started taking medication for it. And what he was seeing was his daughter on fire. Mm-hmm. And then that's when he finally started believing Miranda because Miranda's like, yo, you're having those same visions that I'm having. Right. I'm seeing your daughter on fire. It's a sign. She's trying to tell us something. And that's what she was trying to tell her dad. And that's what she was trying to... I, I guess she tried to tell her dad. He started medicating himself. Mm-hmm. So then, I'm guessing with that medication, that medication probably blocked that part to where she right. couldn't get in. So she was like, yo, I'm going to use her. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like, and I think that what this movie was trying to do is it, it's kind of like the sixth cent, right? Because yeah. think about it. At the end of this movie, she see a boy standing in the middle of the road, and then there's a bus bot, and the bus goes through him. Mm-hmm. And then we see there's a uh, missing kid son. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, I think that now, like, she has that open portal to where she can start seeing like these dead people and actually solving their crimes. 
Mm-hmm. Like that's what I ended like I didn't get that until the end, mm-hmm. which it seems like Gothica now it it, it would have been it would have took a total turn. Like it wouldn't have been like the same type of movie, but it felt like when I seen that little kid standing in the middle of the road and get hit by the bus and you see the missing kid thing, I think that like she has this thing that's opening her to where she can see these dead people and then she can like go and like actually solve what happened to them type of thing. I mean, that, mm-hmm. I mean that's just something that I ended up taking from it. Yeah, I mean that's that's why you know what I'm saying this movie was so good because that's really the term. That's what Gothica means. Gothica is basically a connection with like spirits and you know what I'm saying supernatural things. So for the, you know what I'm saying for this to be the movie, it, it, it makes sense as to why this was you know what I'm saying what the premise of the movie was. Um, it it was it was interesting to see that uh, conversation that her and Sheriff Ryan was having because at first it seemed as if he was trying to get information out of her, mm-hmm. and then like once he starts seeing that she was connecting the dots, like it was weird because he went into this like weird um, socio psychopathic thing or psychopathic thing where he was like okay so she know well let me help her find out like let me help her connect the dots and he started helping her and then it was like oh this motherfucker like he he want her to know like yo this shit is crazy and that's and that's another thing man um what's his name john carroll lynch like yeah. he he does a he does a great job in those roles like you know what I'm saying like this ain't the first time he had to play that role but he does a great job in those roles because he can you know what I'm saying he can play the straight man but then mm-hmm. he can add that that twist of anger and emotion and everything into it which kind of you know what I'm saying which makes you believe like yo this motherfucker could really be fucked up so I think that you know what I'm saying like that he was perfect for that role and especially in that scene like that was to me that was his best scene like you know what I'm saying for him to kind of you know they were kind of going like in an intellectual tit for tat like mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying like playing that kind of checkers game like okay well you know he would he would have to you know he would have to be you know what I'm saying like a uh uh you know what I'm saying somebody who would you know be killing animals or something right you know what I'm saying like it was that was interesting to see them play that out man so oh yeah yeah, that was that was. I mean, all in all, man, this this was a great movie. This was this was one of those movies that you got to go back and, you know, what I'm saying if you ain't seen it in a minute, you got to go back and watch, and you would you would definitely be surprised. Yep, yep. I, I I it's one of those movies, man, where it's like, like I said, we we got into the whole mental health conversation. We got into damn spirits. You know, what I'm saying we got into the devil, all yeah. that type of shit. So it's like. It's it's one it's one of those type movies, man. And 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 that that one thing just popped up in my head. Like I had really forgot about it, man. But like that that last scene, man, it gave me that six cent vibe because like these dead people was coming back, and they was there's only certain people, you know. Say like yeah. some, some people call them the gifted, you know. Yeah. What I'm saying that that they can see like dead people, and like these dead people go to these type people to help them solve something or uncover something or whatever the case may be or just had that you know since so just had that communication yeah and like man but that that was that was that was really dope man and like and like you said like holly berry man like 
when 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 she when she was in there the 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 acting was yeah it was great it was it was it was great man um yeah, it was great I, yeah so i ain't mad at it man it's this this was a great film yeah facts so let's get into the fire flames man yes sir yoga fire yoga flame <clears throat> All right, man, it's Fire Flame time. Um, I take the lead on this one. Um, so, you know what I'm saying? Like I brought up earlier, the cast was amazing. Um, you know, it's 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 pretty hard to go into a movie like this with, a, with the cast that you have and always come up with a great movie. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. usually when you see those movies with those, you know what I'm saying? Those ensembles, they usually end up being like a trash movie because the story would be trash or the acting would be trash or somebody would kind of be off. Everybody was on point in this movie. The story was amazing in this movie. Um, I had a few questions here and there about certain stuff. Like like I said, you know what I'm saying? The ghost catch on fire, but it's raining. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, she ain't know how to really get home. But when she got possessed, she found her way home and she wasn't even in the car. Like, it was just all kind of crazy shit going on. But um, for me, I think, you know what I'm saying, for the acting, the cast, and the story, I'm definitely going to get us a four Fire Flames. Okay, cool, cool. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I was I was on that, too. Like, I mean, the, the whole fire thing, never that never really crossed my mind because it was like, <laughs> th- that, that was a different kind of fire, but that was... Yeah. But that was... Uh, that's the devil's fire, man. That ain't the fire we normally have down here. Right. Um, but like <laughs> but like, yeah, I just thought it was weird that she was just like, Well, how do I get home? He's like, Oh, you know that bridge me and Doug fish on? Like, go that way. Like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, I know that bridge. Like, what do you mean? I don't know. Anyway. Um, so, you know, when I think about this film, man, and uh, like I said, man, I was um I was thrown into the um the mental health stuff. Um, simply because I was uh, close to it, so any right. movie, any movie like this, man, because I ended up, you know, I would say that's probably, you know, other than, other than my boys, that's only the other positive of being with the person that I was with was how mm-hmm. invested I got into mental health. So, right. Um, but you know, to have that in the film and to give people that. You know, that's why I brought up the whole thing of that last podcast. Well, not that last podcast, but that one podcast me and said Claire did about the devil speaking to you and God speaking to you. But um, but I'm going on a tangent, man. But I think that, you know, with the cast that they had, man, they did really good. And then, you know, Robert Downey Jr., you know, it's it you know, it's always funny watching like his old movies, man. Like after seeing yeah. him as Iron Man for so long, and it's like watching him before he was Iron Man, it's just like it's 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 a funny thing to watch. But ah man, I wish I wish I could have some diversity here, man. But man, I got a four myself, man. I got a full Ooh. fire flame. Um, so I, I, I t- <laughs> when I see you when I seen you say it, I was like, dang, I wanted to give something different, but <laughs> I got I got a four myself, man. Yeah, man. I, I don't blame you. I mean it was it was one of those movies where you know what I'm saying? It wasn't good enough to be a five, but it was good enough to be close to it. Yeah, that is true. 
Yeah, man. So coming up soon, man. We got um we got another one for you Friday. This one is a more recent film. Um it's uh man, I, I don't I ain't got one for this. One. <laughs> yeah, I don't got one for this one. Hey, it's a well, this is the thing. I will say this, man. And I was speaking to a friend of mine about this. <clears throat> as far as far as the storyline, uh-huh. we've seen it a bunch of times. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, but every time you see it, like everybody has their unique way of doing it. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. There, there's a reason why this plot works. Like this plot works. You know what yeah. I'm saying. But you know what I'm saying because th- <laughs> we see it all the time. Like you know what I'm saying. So. Um, as far as the catchphrase, man, you know, it's it's just one of, ah, man, I ain't, I ain't got one, man. Yeah, I, I, said, I, I can't think of one for this one, but then, like, I've only watched it once, so it's gonna be interesting, man. Uh, watching it again, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm gonna watch it again, and I'm pretty sure, like, we go, we're gonna have a good pie, man, because this is, you know, it's, it's action filled, man. It's, hey, it's, man, listen, I, I will say this though, the, the lead, the lead actor does a hell of a job in this movie and he definitely needs to be in more action movies and i will i will say this i, I don't know you got to listen to the joe Bo- joe button podcast to get this yeah. so i hope that joe seen it mm-hmm. because joe always say that this guy's only a face actor yes so yes he does. <laughs> he hates- he hates so hard on this dude, bro. He does. He does. So it's going to be interesting to see if Joe seen it and mm-hmm. if he got any thoughts on it because I think he did more than just face acting in this movie. Yeah, no, nah, he, he showed he showed his ass in this movie, man. Um, yeah, I was I was surprised to see him uh, do his thing the way he did his thing in this movie. So no, I was I was I the second one. No, I was surprised <laughs> to see somebody getting back to work, man. It was great to see them back to work. It, mm-hmm. they, they wasn't in it a lot. It, yeah. it wasn't a huge role, but to see this person, this specific person back to work, it was great mm-hmm. to see. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? We'll see you guys this coming Friday, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? We'll have a, another one for you. And uh, in the tuck, we've been pushing these bad boys out, and you guys have been giving us great, great um, – Great receptions on them. I, I hope that's the right word. I don't know if I'm using that word right. But the reception from you guys have been great. I think that's the proper way to put it. Um, so you guys can follow me at Scoots Bronson on Twitter. You can follow me at Scoots Bronson underscore TV on Instagram. You can also hit us up and watch us on Scoots Bronson TV on YouTube. This is where all of the visuals for um, – Yours Anonymous uh, will be, so you can always go there. Uh, one episode is on SDOS channel, but he'll give you all the information for that. Um, and if you are on Facebook, man, go to the groups, find the VA Podcast Watch Group, join up. This is where all the information for Viewers Anonymous is. You can get everything you need. We got the link tree up there. I know I said that the Instagram was coming last Friday, had some things that popped up, but it will be up. This week, I promise you guys, we will have the Instagram up this week for Viewers Anonymous. Um, I'm coming up with some um, with uh, some graphics and stuff like that. So we have some stuff up there for you. 
So be prepared. We're going to have all the, you know what I'm saying, everything that you need. We're going to have all the clips and everything there. So be prepared to follow us at Viewers Anonymous uh, Pod on Instagram. Yes, sir, man. I put out a, uh, you know, a, a, little, a little draft joint on the Stolen Time podcast. So you can find that on um, not all major platforms, but most of them. Mainly, uh, you're not probably going to find it on Apple, but, you know, there's a lot of other places you can get it. So I put that out this past weekend. So um, please go out and support the boy. But you can find all the links, like you mentioned, the VA podcast watch group page. I posted it on there. But you can go to the Stolen Time podcast Facebook page. Uh, you can also go to the Stolen Time pod on Instagram, um, s.foster8 on Instagram. And you can find the same handle on Twitter. And, um, Hopefully, uh, I may have something big coming up. You know, hopefully everything works out. So be on the lookout, man. I got, I got hopefully I got something coming big in the tuck. So be looking that's out. That's what's up. So, um, man, you guys, you already know. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in and watching. Um, you can find us on all podcast platforms. You can also find us on YouTube if you want to watch us uh, as well. Be sure, man, that you guys follow us on social media. Go follow the Facebook Watch Group. Um, that way you can stay tuned in. Feel free to hit us up with any suggestions that you guys have on any movies or anything else like that. Uh, we always willing to find new movies or any of them that we got to rewatch, any of that kind of stuff, man. We love doing this. So please hit us up um, as much as possible. And like they say in Hollywood, man, that is a wrap. Cut.